Rabbis call him pastor. Pastors call him rabbi. His patients call him doc. And his New York family calls him Meshuggah. Crazy. Because he believes in Messiah. Welcome to this episode of To Life, where Miles Weiss highlights the hope behind the headlines. Shalom, salam, aloha, and howdy, especially howdy today as we're coming to you live on delay from North Richland Hills in the DFW area of the other Lone Star State, Texas, the original one, of course, being Israel. God, we are here and we are just so grateful today to have a special guest with us. You're listening to To Life, The Hope Behind the Headlines. We chose that title on purpose because we want to uh, let you know that what God is doing beyond the left, right, blue, red, Democrat, Republican, up, down, in and out, Michigas, craziness that we see around us and let you know that God is alive, he's on the move, and he is moving in the earth. And I'm excited today to have a friend of ours, Donna Diorio, is with us. For many, many years, she has been going out of her way, laboring in obscurity. I'm a big fan of those who are not in the public spotlight because they are doing the work of the Lord, uh, often with no reward on this earth, but tremendous reward in heaven. And I believe that Don and her husband are part of that as they have committed themselves to bringing light to and helping the body of Messiah in the Western world, especially, but around the world, to lean into and really fulfill Psalm 122, verse 6, Shalom, Shalom, Yerushalayim, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You know, that doesn't just mean to pray for peace between the Arabs and the Jews. It doesn't just mean to pray for national Israel, but there's an inside track, which is to pray for the living body of Messiah, the Jewish believers and the Arab Christians who are alive because they have resurrection life from Yeshua, from Jesus, and they need our support. They need our prayers, they need our finances, they need to to know that we're standing with them. And Donna is a major person in that. You may not know her name, but I'm telling you that she is helping to connect the body in Israel with the body universal, the body international, so that we outside of Israel can be helpful and aware of and know how to pray for the body of Messiah in Israel. So Donna Diorio, thank you so much for taking this time to be with us today. I hope I didn't embarrass you. I just want to thank you so much. I you almost made me cry. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> that happens. Well, you know, I, I feel like uh, it's easy for me to see what you do and to be so grateful. I mean, how many years have, first of all, let's, let's start with the beginning. What, why Israel? What happened to you? Were you raised in the church? Were you raised with an understanding of Jewish people or Israel? Or where did you grow up and, and how did you come to faith? And why Israel? Well, actually, I was dropped off for Sunday school. I was mm. that, that kind of Baptist little girl. And, you know, the Baptists are very big on the Word of God. And so I just believed what I heard. Mm. And uh, one of the things that I heard was that, that God healed people. So uh, when my mom, oh, I guess I was around 12 years old, she, she started showing signs earlier than that, but she became mentally ill. And I really, I just went to God and said, look, if you will heal my mom, I'm yours. 
and uh, so I went up to the altar and and uh, was saved at, at 12 years old. And then, um, you know, my mom did not get healed. She got worse. So through my teen years, I just, uh, you know, I just felt like, God does, doesn't care. And, of course, that's all during the time. That's the 60s and 70s when they were saying that God is dead. <laughs> yep. So I, you know, I said, well, you know, I don't even believe it, that, he, that there is a God. But by the time I was uh, probably around 21, I said, it's really stupid to say this because I know that there is a God. I just think he's really far off from me. And uh, it wasn't until I was about 31 that I had a really powerful experience uh, returning to the Lord, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and all of a sudden, I could understand what I was reading in the Bible. So wow. I started going to church, and I looked around almost immediately, and I'm just thinking, well, where are the Jews? You know, there's no Jews here. And uh, it, I'm glad it, someone noticed. <laughs> well, I definitely did. I had just spent the last ten years in the in the concert industry, and I was around a lot of Jews in the in the uh, record and concert industry. And uh, of course, you know, like I said, I believed what I read in the Bible, and all I saw in the Bible were Jews. So I expected you guys would be in every aisle. <laughs> And you weren't. So I just uh, was looking for you from that point on. And and how how did you get connected with with Israel with the the work that God's doing currently in Israel? Well, the the first thing that happened was that I uh, heard the music of Israel's Hope, mm. which uh, everybody seems to know Paul Wilbur, but Paul that was Paul Wilbur's first group, <laughs> and that just hooked me in and. Then uh, then I got on the Messianic Bulletin Board and started learning some things. And, and eventually I found a Messianic congregation in Dallas. And, uh, but the, th the person that really got me cued in to uh, the Messianics of Israel was Reuven Daron. He put out a book called One New Man. One New Man, yep. I just had lunch with him. Had lunch with him a few months ago. Oh, really? In Israel. Yeah, he's uh, he's a he's an elder in the movement. He's he's a real uh, forerunner for me. I'm late to the party. Oh, me too. I mean, he I, I I just live for his monthly newsletters to come out. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, mm -hmm. and and I just devoured them. And uh, then then I started to just awaken to the others that were in Israel, you know, and just one by one, I started um, making contact with different ones, getting on their mailing list and getting their ministry letters. And then by, it was this time, it was mid-August in 2001, just a few weeks before the 9-11 the tragedy. <laughs> and um, I, I had been working for Solo Levitt Ministries Oh and then, yeah, and then I went from there to a terrible, well, I went from there to another job. 
and uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't ministry related at all. I was miserable, and I said, "Well, I, you know, I just really believe that God has got something for me to do, and I and I believe it's probably these Israeli ministries." And so I started just uh, started a prayer group in our congregation to pray for Israel. And I started take, taking all those ministry letters that I was subscribing to and putting them together and presenting them to the group to, to pray over their prayer requests. And it just kept building and building until it was, um, it was going out, you know, to New Zealand and Australia and, and uh, Europe and South America and, and uh, I just... Even San Francisco. Even San Francisco. <laughs> the other Golden Gate. So, so you have a re- really unique perspective because you are really helping to communicate the actual felt needs of the persons, the people, the ministries, the congregations, the leaders uh, in Israel, and really done in a way that I, I haven't seen anywhere else, where it's succinct, it's connected. And for anyone who's remotely interested in these things, uh, they can learn a lot from your newsletter. So it's Arrows from Zion's. Why don't you tell us how to find you, and then we'll put that in the show notes as well. Sure. Well, you just have to email me. Okay. Uh, and probably the easiest email would be Donna at IsraelPrayer.com. You know, I love what you said about the the actual number of people that are standing against the body of Messiah is very, very small. And most fair-minded Israelis don't have that attitude at all. They actually are democratic in their thinking and they, they're open-hearted and they are not interested in seeing anybody persecuted, even Jewish people who follow Jesus. But there is a small contingent uh, in the in the current government that is anti, not just anti-Messianic, but also anti-Christian. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, the, the the issues going on in Israel right now are pretty crazy. It sort of resembles what happened to us in uh, t- 2020 when, after the the election here, there where there was a, a lot of uh, street noise, street demonstrations and fires and all that stuff. Well, that kind of demonstration stuff is going on in Israel. And uh, there's good things about both the, both sides, and there's bad things about both sides. But the thing that sets it apart for uh, the right, the Christians don't realize this, but the religious right in the United States is not the same as the religious right in Israel. How so? And... Uh, well, um, they they assume that they think exactly, you know, that they, they stand for exactly the same things. Well, well, they don't. The, the, the religious parties in Israel are pushing for, um, you know, a, a, a religion-controlled nation rather than, a you know, the democratic nation. Until Yeshua comes back, we're not going to have uh, a... a a spiritually led government that, you know, it's just not going to work because they're what, what the, uh, what the religious are trying to do right now is enforce their Orthodox and ultra Orthodox religious convictions on the whole country. And there's, there's a lot of uproar about that. That's 
a major thing. And so the religious uh, parties have a great amount of power, and everybody thinks, oh, well, Benjamin Netanyahu, he's going to take care of that. Well, he really can't because he's, he, his, uh, he's only in power because he has those religious parties in his coalition, and they've really got him over a barrel. So uh, it, as they keep advancing more and more control over things that are not good, like not issuing the visas to uh, Christians who are working at the different Christian organizations that have been based in Israel for uh, decades, you know, and there have been a really help to Israel. Um, That's a really important point. We talked about it a, a, a week ago or so, but has that changed? What you told me and what I then researched was that uh, a stellar organization like the ICEJ, the International Christian Embassy of Jerusalem, who's done nothing but good for the people of Israel over the decades, uh, they were their workers were denied visas. I've interviewed David Parsons, one of their leaders, on television years ago, and uh, I was stunned to hear that. Has that had any resolution since it first came up about ten days ago? It hasn't had any resolution. Basically, what all of the Christians that are in Israel are doing right now are hoping that it's not going to be the standard, but. Uh, but it is going to be their standard. That's what they're pushing for. That's what the religious parties want. They want the Christians out. They don't care about the tourism. They don't care about the all the humanitarian work that the Christians have uh, donated to in the past. They just want them out. They want it to be a religious Jewish nation, and they don't even care what most of the what the majority of uh, of Israelis want either. And that's why there's so many people out in the streets uh, in, in such an uproar. So I don't think it's going to resolve. I think everybody's just going to be tiptoeing around and hoping for the best and, and uh, not really facing the reality of what's happening. So that's why I believe it's important for people to get your newsletter. It's important for people to know how to pray for the body as they're facing this kind of... Uh, uh, challenge and also for for Christians who go there because they love the Jewish people and they love Jesus and they, it's possible to do both and they they uh, we need them there to be a living witness and also to do the incredible humanitarian work that's done and they do it in the name of Yeshua which is the best of the best but let's do this Donna would you you live in this realm of intercession and prayer for the for the peace of Jerusalem. Could you uh, pray and ask my audience, ask our audience to to just how would you pray that our our listeners? What would you hope they would get? They would take away from this and just pray that for our audience, if you would. Okay, Abba Father, I just I just lift up the name of Yeshua today. And that's what the your laborers in the vineyard in Israel are doing. And I pray, Father God, that you will begin to open Christian eyes all around the world to uh, their brothers and sisters in Israel. Lord, you've given them a mandate, and that mandate is to be a witness to their own people. And they need our help to do it, Lord. So I pray that you would continue this, this opening of eyes that 
I, I really sense that we have shifted into a new new season. Mm-hmm. That you're doing that, you're you're drawing people. You you have been drawing people to love Israel, but now, Father God, I I just believe that you are revealing to Christians a, a deeper level of understanding of uh, their partnership, who they're being engrafted into yes. with, and that is the the body of Messiah in Israel. Yes, we, and Father God, I just. Thank you for all of that you've shown me through my uh, interaction with the the believers. And I just pray, Lord, that you would help me to be able to express that more to the Christians that I have influence over in any realm, Lord. I pray that you would help me to just motivate them to, uh, to stand by the brothers and sisters in Israel to seek them out, to know who, who they are and, and help them in their mandate to bring all Israel to Yeshua. Yes. Yeshua said that there was, that he was the, he was the way and the life and the truth and that there, no one came to the father except that they came through him. And Lord, you weren't excluding Israel and the Jewish people from that, they are totally included in that. And, and Father God, we want to work with you and your plan. And the only way to do that is for eyes to be opened. And that's the veil off of the Jewish people. It's the veil off of the, uh, the Christians, Lord, so that they know that we have a relationship with each other, that you're bringing us together for your purposes and I know you're going to do that, Lord. I just know it with everything that is in me. I know that you are going to have your way in this world. And I am glad and, and so thrilled to that you let me play a part of it in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Donna Diorio, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I want to give you an encouraging word as we leave. You know, we've been laboring, as you have it for a while with this. And... Uh, we're, we lead the Jewish ministry at a, at a large church, and um, they have picked up the mandate. And in fact, our pastor in Israel with me, and for some of his leaders as well, and uh, we they their first check uh, every month goes to Living Ministries in Israel, and so uh, and that's that's a sign and a wonder. I believe that's going to be spreading through the body, and I think it's partly due to people like you who are. Who are Standing on the wall, Isaiah 62, you're proclaiming the good news out of Zion, and you're, you're, you're acting as a watchman on the wall. So I want to thank you today for all that you do. Oh, thank you for having me on, Miles. It just really thrills me to be able to uh, talk with uh, all, of, all of the people that tune in to you, and, and uh, it's been a real blessing to talk to you again. All right. Well, we'll stay in touch, and I will... Uh, send you the link to this episode when it drops in a few days. Super. Can't wait. Okay. God bless you, sister. God bless you, too. Enjoy your time in the heat of Texas. Oh, yeah. Triple digit Texas. Oh, yeah. We're here. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you have been enlightened and encouraged by this podcast, please rate this episode with five stars and share it with all your friends. This really helps us spread these informative good news messages. 
to life hope behind the headlines is produced by house of peace a tax deductible 501c3 corporation visit us at mkhop.org and on instagram and facebook and thank you for your donations they really make these sessions possible